when you <laughs> Angie, when you record it, see how it turns red, I and see then the that. numbers come on. <laughs> oh, now we are recording. Are how many? You certain? I'm yeah, I'm certain because the numbers. You see the numbers oh, going up because yes. we are actually recording and it turned red. Okay, turn it off. But let's yeah, intro. Let's no, no, we're gonna just go like this. We're gonna just intro this thing like that. We're gonna just start it like that. Hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Angie loves to argue with me. I do. Hey, we back <laughs> like we never left. Rinse this conditioner off of all my coils and locks, leather my chestnut color skin. I mainly get from my pops. That's and me. Tension dissolves right as the temperature talks. See, this complexion is a mix of both manila and chocolate. Hello, hello. What's up, beautiful people? It's your boy. And your girl. And welcome to the Manila and Chocolate Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> hello, Angeline. Happy, what's today? Thursday? Happy Thursday, sweet wife. Happy Thursday. How y'all doing out there on a Thursday? I like to say it's Thursday here, but I can't tell you when this podcast is actually going to get to you. <laughs> we plan to release the podcast every Friday after recorded on Thursday. But that's not always the case. Yeah, what happened with the last one? God, you know what I told Angie? Here's the goal. The goal is to make enough, well, not. we need enough money or sponsors in this podcast to actually hire someone to do all the things that have to do with this podcast without me having to do it. Because I'm not an engineer. <laughs> I'm not a sound engineer. I'm not an upload to Apple engineer. I'm none of those things. The problem problem solver or troubleshooter troubleshooter but i but you know i get things done Ange. yeah you know what you've done that before you yeah. have to remember that we had a record label we did have a record and label. so Shout you out to were RA all those things back then as well sure so. without really knowing you know just faking it until you make it oh it's faking it yeah you well, did I'm, a good job faking it but then. i'm not i'm there are people who actually get paid to do this job that's right and do it at a very high level i'm not one of those people so what we're saying is we apologize for the five of you who listen to this podcast <laughs> that it took so long for the last episode to come out. We recorded the last episode, I want to say like right after Mother's Day. Yeah. You know, we got back from Arizona, we recorded shortly after that. And then we had all these issues with the new logo and then the, the, the description in the, you know, on the site. They're so picky. Yeah, I was They're like, what? And I, I literally, I had to like upload it almost a dozen times. And then finally, like last week, it just magically appeared, appeared <laughs> <laughs> on iTunes. But it, in our defense, it's not for lack of recording and trying. The goal for us is to get a podcast done every week and uploaded Fridays. That's right. Right? Yeah. So we're recording this on Thursday. We're going to upload it on Friday. So if you don't get it on Friday, it's not our fault. It's Apple's fault. <laughs> exactly. So write into Apple and say, I need my Manila and Chocolate podcast, damn it. Right? <laughs> Bang the table. Make some noise. Tell them what you need. You need your Manila and Chocolate podcast. Yeah. And I, you know, we were just talking about how do we grow this thing? Because, you know, we hear comments or people, talk, you know, reach out to us and say how impactful the podcast was for yeah. them 
And, you know, for some people, they've even said like life changing, just, you know, one nugget, you know, is, has really changed their lives. And, you know, Antoine was talking about the the pyramid model where <laughs> you share it with one person yes. and you get five and there then that person gets five. And then it's this like compounding effect, yeah. you know, do us a favor real quick. Get out a pen and paper. <laughs> okay. If anybody ever comes to your house <laughs> yes. and talks to you about. Yeah. And I want you to draw a circle. Oh Lord. Okay. Draw a circle. Okay. Draw a circle. And I want you to draw a line down the left of the circle and a line down the right of the circle. Go ahead. Okay. And then at the bottom of that line, I want you to draw two more circles. Oh Lord. Really? I'm just telling you that <laughs> you guys, for those of you who've never been in the pyramid scheme, that's what it looks like. So you, right. You go tell two people about how amazing this podcast is. Okay. <laughs> then you tell those two people to go tell two people. I have an easier strategy. Talk to me, Angie. Just share it on your social media. What? Then you don't have to work hard. Brilliant. Um, especially so brilliant. if it's impacted you and touched you and yeah. you feel like somebody could benefit from it. Cause really the purpose in this is, you know, we're not relationship experts per se. Or gurus. Who are they? Or relationship gurus. gurus. <laughs> but we are experienced. We've got 32 plus years under our belt. That's so right. Say it I again. think that qualifies us. So if it could help other people in their relationships, that's why we're doing it. And then that's the only reason. That's right. I, I think that I don't want to believe that we went through all that drama as kids, just for you and I to, to go through all that drama. Exactly. I believe that we went through all that drama. So, A, we have a testimony and we could share it with couples who may be going through drama. That's right. Right. We have some tools, some resources that we've acquired over the years and we just want to share them. And that we continue to seek after right. new information, new ways to communicate with each other. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I feel like. It's, it's a constant, you constantly have to grow in that department if you want your relationship to grow. I think in every area of life, mm -hmm. right? If you're not growing, you're dying. That's right. If your relationship isn't growing, it's dying. It's not just staying the same. Nothing just stays the same. Right. So if you're not growing in that area, you're probably dying in that area. Yeah, there was a, a man who once said, a wise man who said, change is automatic progress is not mm, I like shout that. out to Tony Robbins. shout out to Tony Robbins. <laughs> listen you guys will hear a lot of Tony Robbins references in our podcast because he's one of our gurus I know he likes to say I'm not your guru right but he is one of those people in our lives that's really has really impacted our marriage mm -hmm. and gave us information if you guys have never really listened to Tony Robbins he's like the Michael Jordan LeBron James, Kobe being Brian of what he does. Yes. Right. He was born to do this. Yes. You know what I mean? And as a result of that, it's, it's transformed my life, Angie's life, and it's transformed our marriage. It absolutely has. You know, and it's brought us closer to God, I think. It just opens you up in a whole nother way. Shout out to Tony Robbins. We ain't going to even, you know, we talked yeah, a lot about that. because we talked about it last, the last episode. Yeah, um, yeah. Date with Destiny. If you haven't listened to the last podcast, go check it out. Yep. And we're going to um, show a little clip, too, oh, a visual. Look at us. Of what took place mm -hmm. at Date with Destiny, yeah. just to show you how real it is. And can I shout out my wife for the last podcast? I told her, I'm like, and you were in your bag the last <laughs> podcast. I Really, I thought it's so people want to hear 
you speak. I'm just here, right, wow. to create an environment for you to speak. Your your voice is so soothing. <laughs> and wait until they get to see you. I'll tell you, they, they really want to just see you. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? I'm just here. We're a package. Mm. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. I'll take package that. But yeah, deal. you were great. Last podcast, I love the way you broke down your mission statement, you know, and really dove into, like, how Date With Destiny transformed your life. Yes. You know, and just how your approach to people and letting people in has changed over the years since that event. I thought that was real dope. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 All right, Angie. So where do you want to start? Hmm. We've got a lot to talk about. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. We'll start light. Okay. Let's just start light and then we'll get into d- deeper content. Um, what do we do? Let me think. Today's Thursday. What do we, oh, so last weekend we spent last weekend in Laguna. Yes. With the family. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the family. Shout out to our co- cousin, cousin, our cousin Monique <laughs> and Melanated Mamas, our cousin John, um, our cousin Julian, Nicole, his girlfriend, and the baby girl. Little Janet. Little Janet. We had such a good time, y'all, in Laguna. Nia, cousin Nia. Cousin Nia, that's right, and her friend. <laughs> Tiffany. Tiffany, yes. Kimberly, Tiffany. Tiffany. Yeah, it was dope. It was nice to meet her and just, just to see family. You know, and so my cousin, our cousin Monique came down from Arizona. Shout out to Isaiah. Yes, right? that's the reason that's, why, right? Yeah, shout out to Isaiah who just graduated high school and he's 18. He's, you know, he's a, he's a man now. He's a man. Mm-hmm. And you know what I thought was dope Tell about me. that? Like, you know, coming together to celebrate and, you know, we're good for that. Like family should show up for each other. Of course. Right? So that's they what he wanted. Though. Well, that's we make we make it a priority, yes, we right? Do that. And and as we always say, you make time for the things that are important to you. One hundred percent. So we show up, and I thought it was really dope that you know Monique, as a mother, who pretty much was a single mom, yeah. you know, raising her son for eighteen years, yeah. she got him through high school, and yeah. that's a huge. It's a huge milestone. Absolutely. It's a huge accomplishment. And she celebrated by buying herself her first Louis Vuitton purse. Shout out to Monique. I wish I, hold on, man. Let me get my sound. I have not, listen, again, I'm not an engineer. I have all these sounds on here. I don't know. Let me see if this is the right sound. Let's go back. Oh, Keep talking, no. Angie, about Monique, how, how great of a mom we, she is. We have is. flashcards. We do. I know, but go? I don't know what that is. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Hey, yeah. give it up one time to Monique for being a dope mother and raising the king. Congratulations. It is, right? And... Learn from that. You know, you should celebrate your milestones and do things, you know, gift yourself. Say that again, Angie, really. Elaborate. I, I We live by that. Yeah. Right? Say that again. We all need to be better at celebrating and yeah. really anchoring those milestones That's and right. those moments in life that really define you. That's right. You know, That's so right. go and treat yourself. Go, you know, have a spa day. Yeah. Go get your first... Bottega bag. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think so many of us just go through life and we have these goals and we reach these milestones and then we're just on to the next thing. I believe, we believe you got to celebrate that. Yes. Celebrate the accomplishment. Take it in. Appreciate it. Right? Appreciate it. Like Angie just said, do something nice for yourself and then move on to the next one. Because what will happen is it will condition your brain, right, to want more of that. Yes. Right. The more you succeed, the more you celebrate. So we're big into celebrating those accomplishments. We celebrate every accomplishment yes. in this family. So, yeah. Shout out to you, Monique. We're so proud of you. Shout out to Isaiah. We're proud of you also. 
but yeah, and thank you, Monique, for coming to California and bringing the family together. So she wanted to go to Laguna. Angie and I had, we've God, I've been in, in California since I was one years old, so 1976, <laughs> right? I came to California. We've been in San Diego since 93, 94, mm -hmm. right? And we'd only been in Laguna before Sunday one time. Right. Right? And that time we were coming back from, the first time we were coming back from vacation, I think we were, we took a road trip up north, right, Ange? To San Francisco. To San Francisco, and then we were driving back down, and our friends were staying in Laguna. Right. Right? And they were staying at this dope spot called The Inn at Laguna Beach. Yep. And the spot was cool. It was right there on the water. We hung out with them for a couple hours. And I just remember thinking, like, I like this spot. And on the way home, I'm thinking, like, we're just driving by, driving through the, the city, the town. I'm like, how have we never been to Laguna? <laughs> like, how have we? It's, like, literally an hour away from San Diego. Right. The same way I felt when we came to San Diego to visit your sisters in high school. I'm like, how is this beautiful place an hour away from where we live? And I've never been here. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, I always want to stay there. And it's a cool little town. Like, there's a lot of diversity. You, there's action, you know. Well, you, diversity, I wouldn't say diverse. Definitely. At least at the beach. There's different <laughs> shades of white people. Is no. What you're saying. Come no, on. No, I'm saying the, the ballers come out. Oh, okay. And they play basketball. I okay. mean, there were, you know, and I, obviously it was a traveling team of yeah. dudes who, okay. you know, <laughs> okay. were with an organization and they were people of color. But yes, but that, that's that's with the diversity. OK, is. I got you. <laughs> I, I understand what you're saying. I'm just kidding. But yeah, it was it was, it was cool. It was a beautiful day. Mm -hmm. Beautiful Sunday with the family. We found a patch of grass because your boy don't really like the sand like that. I don't really want to be in the sand. Most people don't. Cause really? The, the, the aftermath. Is that of, true? Yes. Of dealing with sand like you find it in your shoes yes. or your your car. You know, on your seat, it's just, it's a little, you know, a little it's a annoying. lot. It's a lot. So I only deal with the sand, you guys, when we're on vacation. Because when we get in the Jeep or whatever kind of car we rent, it's not my car. So it's we a could, I, yeah, I ain't got to clean it out or nothing. It could be as sandy as we want it to be. And then we're going to drop it off to the, the rental car spot just like it is. Yep. So, anyways, we go to Laguna and um, it's just a beautiful Sunday. And we just post up in the grass. And I'm like, oh, I look up, and the the inn at Laguna is, like, right there. It's literally, like, right next to the spot we're kicking it at. Yeah. So I'm like, Angie, this is like a sign from God. I'm like, <laughs> I always want to stay at this hotel, and it's literally right here. I'm like, we should just get a room. Angie's like, we don't need a room. We ain't bring no clothes. We ain't bring any toiletries. We didn't bring nothing. That's exactly what I said. Right. I'm like, but Angie, you know, like, listen. The baby's here. The family's here. We could just get a room and have a spot to kick it so everybody can just chill. And no one has to feel like we got to rush home. Right. Right. Because so we had plans for dinner had, at Javier's. Exactly. And I thought it would be dope for us to just be spontaneous. Yes. Right. I think in a relation, and we, and we don't really do stuff like that. We normally plan stuff out. For sure. Right. We would normally, you know, we're going to plan to stay overnight and bring a bag and all the stuff that we need for the night and the next day. Right. We didn't do that this no, time. No, we didn't. We didn't do that this time. And so after influ after convincing Angie, me <laughs> and John and Monique, and let me just say this about them, and they're so fun. Our cousins are like 10 years younger than us. Yes. You know, and we just laugh and their energy is dope, you know, and it's just fun. It's a lot of laughter. You know, and that just brings the youthfulness out of us. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And so John was like, shoot, Angie, you might as well go ahead and get that room, girl. You know, <laughs> and so after like about 
20, 30, 45 minutes of just, you know, convincing Ann. She's like, fine. She know here, here's what she wanted some Starbucks like that was right across the oh, street. Oh yeah, she was she wanted some Starbucks. You know your boy, right? So you know how you you what do they say? Um, the best way to influence someone is to know what already influences them. Yeah, right. So she wanted some coffee. So I'm like, you know what, baby, I'll go get you coffee. I'll walk across the street and risk my life and all this traffic for you if you go book that room. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, if you go book right that across room, the street, I will go to Starbucks and get you coffee and risk my life. Why did I say yes to that? Too? Uh, listen, um. it sounded like a good deal at the time. It sounded like a good deal. And guess what? She got the room and we stayed the night and we had a lit evening. We went to Javier's in Newport Beach for the first time. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we took a lift there. We took the family out and we just had a great time. It was awesome. Awesome. We came home, went to a bar, live music, right? And we just had a great day. Now, what that showed me is we don't do this enough. We are planners, but I love the spontaneity. Yeah, I it's like good that. to do that every now and then every and now switch and then. it up. So for you people who are married, right, be spontaneous, mm-hmm. right? Be spontaneous. Be in the moment. It's yeah. about the moment. It's about the memories and the experience. That's what I told Angie because we overpaid for the room for what it was. I agree. I'm only saying that for you. I don't know. That was my, you know, being the CFO of the family and the planner. I was like, oh, the value is the value really there. But the value was in the people. That's right. And the time spent. That's that. That to me was already that was, you know, the selling point. That's right. To be honest, it is a great location. It's right there on the water. And it looks like, you know. It cascades down with the stairs and it's just, it, it's a beautiful view, mm-hmm. especially when it's a clear day. Um, but the inside, like the rooms need a major facelift. Yes. And that was the, I did give that feedback when, you know, hotels, they sent you a oh, survey good. for feedback. I'm like, it beautiful property, but you need a facelift. It just kind of. Yeah. It reminded me of our old Kauai timeshare. Yeah. Like that old, that old furniture, print. old uh-huh. print. Yeah, it, it did remind me of that. Exactly. Yeah, it could be done better. But the location is bomb. Yes. Right? Yes. And we, we will be going back. So we love Laguna. If you haven't been to Laguna, go. If you're in California, SoCal Laguna was fly. It was. Just just know that you're going to be paying for, there was a $75 occupancy tax, <laughs> a $40 val, uh, parking fee. There was no valet there. $40 parking fee. Um, there was a resort fee, so six hundred and twenty-five dollars. Fine, later. Angie. <laughs> but did you? But did you have a good time? I did. Okay, and and that's what it's about. Exactly. That's what it's about. So yeah, shout out to our cousins. We had a great time. For you couples, be spontaneous, right? Mm-hmm. Be spontaneous. It will add spice spice to your marriage. Flavor, flavor. I like that. Flavor, <laughs> flavor, flavor. Speaking of flavor, um, did you see the BT? Angie, did you watch the BT Awards? I watched. A portion of it, mainly just Diddy's, okay. um, you know, his uh, award. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I wanted you to see. Yeah. Because I didn't watch the whole thing. I just record. I recorded it. But yeah, it Flavor was long, in right? It was like, like three hours. Come on now. Shout out, don't say come on now. Shout out to be, you know, black folks. We long-winded and we're extra and I'm here for all of it. <laughs> I'm here for all of it. And shout out to Jelani Arye when you win your first BET award. Yes. We will be there. Right, because you are black and beautiful. But yeah, I didn't watch the whole awards, but I watched the Diddy tribute. Yes. And you know what? I found myself getting emotional watching the Diddy tribute. Why is that? I'll tell you. I don't know if y'all know this, but I didn't really like Puff Daddy. Yeah. I never really been a fan. I'll tell you why. 
I always had a lot of respect for Puff Daddy, P. Sure. Diddy, Sean Combs. His grind. His grind. His grind. Making the uh, just just his hustle and what he was able to do and the example he set as a young black man. Mm. But my beef with Puff is we met Puff Daddy. <laughs> and some of it you guys. It was the Grammy Awards. Yeah. yeah. What was, was that? 2004? 04. 04. Because I remember we also went to the all-star game it was lebron james rookie year right right at the staples center okay and then i think like right after that it was the grammys oh no the grammys was before the all-star game that's right that's right so at the grammys we were like seated on the floor we had these bomb seats and we had just started this independent record label called rea entertainment looking back now it's funny yeah right (laughs) but he was just a dick you know, but looking back at it, I, you know, I'm, like, of course, you're not going to take our business card. Do you remember that? I remember it like I remember it like it was yesterday. Did it was was I the person that gave him the business card? Um, I feel like you employed me. Or- no, no, no. <laughs> you, you gave Lior Cohen the business card. Right. Okay. I gave Diddy the business card. Ah, right. He, yeah. He didn't want it from you. Well, of course, they threw it on the ground. <laughs> he threw it on the ground. I'd like to believe he didn't throw it on the ground and mm. just ended up. He, he meant to put it in his and pocket. Then, and then he said something so, I don't, I don't but it what was slick. And it, I don't remember. I don't remember because it was disrespectful. But I'm like, what am I going to say? It's Diddy. Yeah. And we're just here trying to like give, we give a, a, we didn't even have any music then. We didn't even have a demo then. This was the days you guys before like Instagram and, oh, yeah. and SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. We just had MySpace. So I feel like we had a demo. We didn't then. We didn't then. Remember we had oh. those we had those like credit card looking business cards that key on gold. Right. Right. Okay. Printed up for us. Yeah. And they looked cool. Yeah. Right. Remember because when we saw Jay, we gave it to Hove. Shout out. This is a tr- some of you guys may not know this story about Angie and I. <laughs> but we started an independent record label back in 0405 called REA Entertainment. Mm-hmm. So our little brother was a rapper, Anthony McCall. Shout out to Tony Prey. He was so dope. He was really ahead of his time. Mm-hmm. And so we figured we would just model the Rockefeller model. Right. Right. And so instead of trying to get a record deal because we were here in San Diego, we would just start our own label and just grind. Right. So we printed up business cards. We printed up CDs and we, you know, we wrapped Angie's Sequoia Sequoia and vinyl wrap with Tony Praise. And so picture like a promotional radio vehicle. Right. Like this is before raps were big. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We like the first trendsetter. Trendsetter. It was a brand new Sequoia, too. So. It was I had to really believe in my you brother, did though. You and did I though. did, and you I did. do. You do. <laughs> so before we got to the point of like the rap and like CDs, we mm-hmm. just had a business. We're like, we're got going it. to the Grammys. Angie's Hunger hooked us up with tickets to the Grammys. So we're like, well, what do we do? We don't know, right? We're like, let's just get some business cards. It sounds so ridiculous. <laughs> Ain't no. What are they Celebrity, gonna do? no fame. Hey, they're all right. gonna go. Oh wait, call. I saved this business I'm card. Going to, I should call <laughs> this person, Antoine. You know what though. I have to say, say it's, it. It, it is just about taking the risk because you never know what that interaction That's is right. going to lead to. That's right. Right. What do you have to lose? And and you also like, gosh, like that one meeting you. So it left a sour taste in our mouth about Diddy. And it makes for it makes for a great story. I didn't mind. It just was his arrogance and his nastiness. Yeah, that's just, you know, you don't have to be that ugly. I'll give you an example. We met Jay-Z the same day. True yeah, story. Yeah, we yeah. met Jay. 
here's a quick story. I don't want to get off topic. We I feel like we shared this before, but go ahead. I know mm. what you're well, we shared, we don't got to share it again. No, anyway, we met, just quick. we met, we met Jay-Z coming through the tunnel. I think I have shared this before, mm-hmm. but yeah, he just, you know, he stopped and looked at my brother's suit and was like, that's a dope suit. You know, that and, was your Armani and, suit, right? Yeah. You ain't got to say Armani. it's mine. It was, yes, he was in a nice <laughs> suit. But you know, we all know how fly you get. Thank so. you, honey. Yes, good it was fly. And Jay has good taste too because yeah. he recognized Anthony's he Armani like, suit. He's like walking through and then he comes back from where he came from. It was almost like kind of checking for us, <laughs> right? Like kind of looking for us, real talk. And then we gave him the business card. Right. And he took the business card and it felt more like a credit card. So he looked at the card. He kind of like bent it. He was like, because it felt different in his hand. Right. And he looked at it. I was like, ho, my boy, uh, my boy is nice. He was like, he's nice. I was like, he's nice. And that was the end of it. Yeah. Right. That was the end of it. But didn't you shake his hand? That was at the all-star game. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, that same Grammys we met, well, we didn't meet Diddy. We gave the card to Diddy, and Diddy threw the card on the ground. Right. So ever since then, I ain't never liked Diddy. Yeah. Like, I respect him, but I didn't like him. Yeah. Right? Because, you know, it's how they carry themselves. He's always had this arrogance mm-hmm. about him. Yeah, and, and you could be like that mm. if that's who you are. Right. But for me, as a young black, seeing a young black man who was trying to come up like you once came up, I would just handle it differently. Sure. I'm, like, I'm no Diddy, but we own a business. Right. Right? So... When I walk through our station, mm-hmm. I'm like the Diddy of our station. I'm like, take that, take that. I'm like, they looking at me, they're like, hey, Twan. Right. They're looking at me like really, like I'm it's a where I'm a I'm like the only black business owner, right? And right. a lot of Amazon is a lot of black young men yep. who are working for Amazon, not right. necessarily drivers, and even drivers. Even drivers. So when they see me and they know I'm the boss, they want to come and talk to me. What up, Antoine? And I always give them time. Yep. I always give them time. And if you, you ask me, Hey, man, what'd you do to get here? I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. That's just who I am, but that's my energy and that's my heart. That's right. So therefore, it's giving back. It's giving back. Mm-hmm. So I never liked Diddy from the way he threw my card on the ground like that just wasn't cool, <laughs> dude. You could, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So anyway, the way he never married Cassie, but. Oh, that's but see that how was... women think. <laughs> see the difference yeah. between men and women. <laughs> yeah. But so that's just saying the McCall's really never rock with Diddy like that. <laughs> so fast forward. Um, I'm watching this. I had just watched the Can't Stop, Won't Stop, Can't Stop, Won't Stop Netflix documentary. I, you oh, were asleep the other night. Okay. I had coffee late at dinner and I couldn't sleep. So I watched this and it was dope. It, it just, I forgot how many hits. A lot. Did he have like Bad Boy, Man, I mean, even Faith, at the, the BET Big Awards. Yeah. Like, and Jodeci and Mary Jen. I was like, yo. And so as of late, I've, I've opened my heart to Diddy because it <laughs> seems like his heart's a little different. I right? think ever since he lost, he Kim. lost Kim. Yeah, he's been he's been he's been through a lot, mm-hmm. and he'll never know how I feel. He don't care. He don't. Right? He don't you. care. He don't know. He don't care. <laughs> but it's just how I feel. But I found myself during the tribute getting emotional because I was like, man, I really respect who Diddy is, and mm-hmm. I respect the doors that he's opened for us as black men. Yeah, here's a billionaire from hip hop music, mm-hmm. right? Who did it his way? Who Dress like we dress, who talk like we talk. We right. didn't have to conform. Exactly. He's and like, we're just going to be us. We're going to be us, unapologetically us, and I ain't going to take no for an answer. Right. Right? There's always a way. Yes. And I found myself being inspired by that. That's wonderful. And you guys, what happens to me lately, if something inspires me, I cry. <laughs> it's, it, just, it really just makes me cry. It, it's, it's a weird thing. I don't know what it is. Call it's it the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Yeah. yeah, but when I hear something like that, it's just tears. 
Yeah. So I'm watching this, and now I'm just crying. <laughs> I'm just crying. And then Kanye gets up there, and Babyface gets up there, and they talk about Diddy, and then he accepts the award. And I'm like, I feel different about Diddy in this moment. Mm-hmm. I felt inspired. I felt proud of him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, yeah, that was it. So that was why I asked you about the BET Awards. So it was yeah. really inspiring. Um, kind of circling back to the meeting, you know, meeting people yeah. and the fingerprints that you leave on them, mm-hmm. even without you knowing, yeah. right? Yeah. Like he, t- Diddy talked about how Bobby Brown That's right. was an inspiration to him. Mm-hmm. Right, being one of the first, he said, "Chocolate, chocolate, lover boy, or something yeah. like chocolate, whatever name he calls him." Right. Yeah, and he said, "Bobby, he's like Bob, probably has no idea I feel this way about him, mm-hmm. but he inspired me." Yep. And then that took me on this whole journey about you never know who's watching you. Exactly. You never know who you're inspiring. Right. You know, and that takes me back to Laguna, where my cousins were saying to me, "Cut!" So they were just talking about our lives, right? I kind of shared this on my Twan talk is they think that we're so fly, right? They love our lifestyle. And for me, you guys, I, I downplay some of that stuff. This is like a new season for me. You know, I grew up poor at times. I grew up on section eight. You know what I'm saying? Some of you guys have no idea what section eight is, but we grew up on government cheese and powdered milk and, kicks cereal you know what I mean so we didn't really come from a lot like no one owned homes right I remember like school shopping consisted of you got like two pair of pants two shirts and a pair of shoes you know and you went school shopping at the beginning of the year and then you got a couple clothes in Christmas and then that was it you know so now we're in this season of life where we could literally shop anytime we want and we do you know and it's just a different it's just a different season of life for me and Angie. Mainly for me because Angie grew up fly. Angie <laughs> was fly in high school. Angie bought me like my first, I think, name brand outfit. Yeah. You know, Angie was shopping like at Nordstrom and just at the malls and designer when we were kids. Yeah. That was all new to me. You know, and so now it's just I, I'm still dealing with those things. It's my own insecurity my own limiting beliefs about where I came from where I am and I'm dealing with that like in real time so I downplay some of that stuff because mm-hmm. I never wanted to be pretentious I never want to be like braggadocious I don't ever want it to be like that I don't ever want it to feel like that I don't ever want to come off like that right so I kind of downplay it and so my cousin was like cousin don't da- don't downplay your light he was like you fly don't dim your, don't light. Dim your light he was like what kind of he's like? What kind of short set you got on? I was like, oh, uh. it's uh, it's aloe. He was like, exactly, <laughs> you know. And I was like, oh, I was I was downplaying it quite nicely until he asked me about it, and he knew what aloe was. Because some people don't know what aloe is. Right. Some people don't know that the shirts cost sixty dollars and the shorts are six. They don't know that. Right. But if you know, you know. So I, it's easy for me to just kind of curb it and downplay it. But he was like, cousin, don't downplay it. No. Like, don't give your like. Go ahead, Andy. Because on the receiving end, yeah. they're like, that, it inspires me because they know it's possible, right? Yeah, yeah. And they know where I came from. Absolutely. They know the story. They're proud of you. That's right. That's right. And I was like, man, that's so good. I'm so, that blessed me when they said that. Yeah. And they were like, you, God has blessed you. 
Right. Right. The light that, and I was like, the light that they see isn't my light. It's God's light. Yes. So I am trying to dim God's light. Mm. You know what I mean? By trying to downplay the blessings that he's given us. <laughs> I was like, oh, I got you. You know what? And the bottom line is yeah. just do you. Just do you. Like, That's right, Angie. The truth is, That's right, Angie. you always say, like, I'm like, man, you getting all dressed up. Like, my husband, for real, is, he's worse than me. You know, like, he <laughs> he has, like, outfit changes, and uh, it's a whole process. But he's fly. And Thank you. And he just says, you know, like, if you look good, you feel good. That's right. And and that's really what it's about. It's not, it's not even, yeah, a lot of it is, you know, designer or whatever, yeah. but, but you know, it's, it, it there's a difference. Yeah. You get, for, you get what you pay for. I agree with that. Right. I blame that on Marlon and Derek because they were so fly. <laughs> they had everything. My uncles had everything and I wanted it. I didn't have it. Right. And so, yeah. So I'm, I'm learning. We're all learning and growing in real time. You know? Yeah, and, and speaking of, um, you know, one of the other lessons we talked about was just like, you know, where we're at in our lives yeah. this season, mm -hmm. just talk about like that feeling like you belong and maybe we can um, bring an example of what happened <laughs> right here in our community. Yeah, yeah. I was telling Angie, that's good, Angie. I was telling Angie, I do, I just think a lot like this is. We live in the suburb. It's very, it's very new to me, you know, so I'm always thinking about it. And so the other day, God said to me, Antoine, because sometimes we'll be in these places with very affluent people, you know, and I don't always feel, I'm comfortable in me. Like I can get along and talk to and hold a conversation and be myself anywhere. But sometimes I don't necessarily feel comfortable. Quite honestly, we live in a community where it's predominantly like, white people mm -hmm. right and so when i'm around a room full of caucasian people who let's just say have money right this this is a new environment for me so at times i don't necessarily feel as comfortable maybe i'm judgmental if i'm being honest right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. maybe i'm asking myself well how is this person thinking about me right right that's you're trying to do some mind reading. <laughs> yeah, that's just what I'm feeling. Not all the time, but sometimes I'm on that. Sure. Right? Depending on what's happening in the world, inside of me, whatever. And so the other day, God said to me so clearly, he said, Antoine, let me tell you something. And this is how God talks to me like this. Antoine, let me tell you something. And he snaps <laughs> his finger like that. And he's like, you are always exactly where I want you to be. Mm. Every room like that, I have you there for a reason. That's good. It ain't about them. It's about me and you, mm. right? Your journey, your story, you're here for a reason, right? You belong here. So stop looking at them and look at me. Right. And I was like, oh, that's, I'm like, God, that's crazy. I'm like, thank you so much for that. They really, that gave me, this happened like two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. It gave me so much peace. So I share this with Angie. Let's just say, I don't know, let's just say on a Sunday or a Monday, I just share this. Okay. So fast forward, our cousins came here on what, Wednesday? Wednesday? Wednesday. So I tell Angie this on Sunday, Monday, I just had this breakthrough. I'm like, ah, Angie, I had a breakthrough. <laughs> so our cousins come, our cousin Jasmine, her boyfriend Derek, Dr. Derek, and their baby girl, who was what, three months, Angie? Almost three months. Three months, yeah. beautiful baby girl. So they come and spend some time with us. And so we're hanging out, and we live in this suburban community. For those of you guys who know us, you know where we live. But if you don't, we live in this beautiful suburban neighborhood in San Diego called Del Sur. 
So we they want to go shopping before they go home. So we want we go to World Market and they want to go to Target. And so as we're driving to like the Target or the World Market, my cousin Jasmine says, "Hey cousin, have you ever experienced like any racism in your neighborhood?" And you guys might be asking, like, why would she ask that question? But that's a normal question. Yeah. Right? That's a common question, especially for a black person. Right. In a neighborhood like this. Yeah. Right? Nine times out of ten, you're going to experience some kind of racism. Right. Some kind of racial profiling. Something like that. Yeah. But I said to Jasmine, you know what, Jasmine? I've never experienced anything like that here. No. We've been here since when, Angie? 05? Yep, 2005. Mm -hmm. So we moved over here in 05. And I was like, you know what, Jasmine? Quite honestly, I've never experienced that. So we go to World Market. We do our thing. Now we go to Target. Mm-hmm. Our Target, Del Sur, which I could walk to this Target in 10 minutes. And Jordan and I have. And you have. I could. It's two minutes in a car from our house. Yeah, This is our Target. It's our Target. And yes. some people have sent us videos of Jelani's oh, song thank playing you. They're playing our, our Target. Songs. Thank you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so anyways, we are in our Target. So it's me and Jordan, Jasmine, Jasmine, Derek, and the baby, okay? Mm -hmm. So they go in. We all go in together. They go one way. They're going shopping. I get my little cart. I got, I'm on a mission. You guys, when I go to the mall or I go to the store, I'm on a mission. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get exactly what I want to get, and then I'm done. I ain't trying to walk around every aisle and look for stuff. I know exactly what I want. So I go to Target. I get my little five items in my basket. I'm done in like 10 minutes. Now I'm chilling. Right, yep. I'm chill. I'm just waiting on the family. So I got my cart, and I am like across the aisle from the cashier. So picture Target, right? There's the aisle. There's the cash register on the right, and then I'm on the left, kind of like posted up in right, like, like the ladies by section, the ladies section, yeah. but like right on the aisle, just chilling. I got my phone in my hand. I'm just waiting on my family. So I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. I see people walking through. You know, whatever. Some people are saying hi. Some just walking through. Whatever. And so I see this white lady walk by. I pay attention. I'm observant. So I pay attention. She had on, like, what's those dirty shoes, Angie? Golden Goose. Thank you. <laughs> golden Goose that y'all overpay. Why do y'all wear these Golden Goose shoes that y'all pay a lot of money for that look beat up? I don't know. Up? It's not my thing. I don't know. Why would you buy shoes that look beat up? I mean, you could say that about Gucci and Balenciaga. I never bought no. Yeah, again, I, 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 I want my shoes to look as new as possible. <laughs> Anyways, she had that on. She had a hat on. Little, she had like a little baby, you know, like a, I don't know. Like a, the baby was like probably a year old in her in the in the cart, right? And so they walked by me. I see them. And so I'm there. I'm like there 15, maybe 20 minutes, still waiting on the family. So as the lady walks back by, because now she's done shopping, I've already called Angie because I'm like, I've been here like 15 minutes just standing here. I'm like, baby, I'm not going to rush you guys, but I could just walk home. So you could take your time. I could just walk to the house. How much longer are you going to be? Angie's like, you know what? We're coming now. Don't worry about it. So as I'm waiting on Angie now, who just said they're coming, the lady walks by me and she's at the cash register. So she's at the front of the register. There's a Filipino couple behind her. And now I look up and I see her talking to the cashier. And now they're all looking at me. Mm -hmm. So let me say this to anyone who's ever felt you know that feeling yeah you know that feeling of being profiled right right and I'm never the kind of brother that's like hey that's racist yeah or hey you're profiling me I'm not I'm usually in my own zone I ain't even tripping on you right but when you look at I'm looking at you you guys are all looking at me I'm like pretty much pointing at pointing at me I'm like oh (laughs) this lady just said something about me yeah to the cashier yep so now I'm walking her direction because now I got a cart of stuff Angie's already coming now so let's go 
hey, let's see what she's talking about. Right. Or let's go pay for this stuff. So as I get to the register, the lady leaves. But now everybody's still kind of looking at me. And now they're uncomfortable because now I'm right there. Yeah. Their brother that you were just staring at is like, now I'm in the line. <laughs> right? So as my wife walks up, I said, Angie. And I'm saying it just loud enough so she can hear me and they can hear me. Hey, Angie, let me tell you about this racial profiling that just happened. Right? And she's like, what happened? So I tell her exactly what happened. I'm standing here. This white lady with the baby walks up to the cashier. Now they're all looking at me. She's like, why, you can't just stand here? I'm like, Angie, I guess you can't just stand in your target while black. Yeah. Right? So listen, you guys, I'm saying it loud enough in hopes that the Filipino family who heard what the lady said says something to me about it. Mm Because they heard it. Mm Mm-hmm. So Angie was like, well, babe, not too long. She's like, you shouldn't be surprised because not too long ago, what? I just said, not too long ago, um, people were, you know, there was a flyer that just showed up. I think D-Nice posted it. Somebody posted it on Instagram and it said Negroes for sale. Right. You know, and they listed out like cooks and, oh, this is, we have five. We're selling Negroes. Like, come on. I'm like. Yeah. And you guys might be listening to this and think. This is a far jump from people just staring at you, but it's not because you know when you know. Yeah. Right? You know when you know. So here's what happened. So then I was like, I know, Angie, right? I'm like, you know what? I guess, I guess you know what? We, I, I just look. I, I don't know what they think, but I guess you just can't stand around, right, and wait for your family in your own target. Right. And the, and the Filipino lady finally, she's like, yep, mm-hmm. And I'm like, did that lady say something about me? She said, yes, she did. I said, what did she say? She said, well, she told the cashier you had been standing there a long time and you look suspicious. <laughs> you look, you got, listen, hear what I'm saying to you. This is, this is our target, right? I'm here standing, waiting for my family, right? And let me tell you what I had on because I'm visual, right? Right. I had on a cream Gucci hat. My hat was probably 400, 500, right? I had an aloe sweatsuit on. I got on cream Yeezy sneakers. Right. Right. I'm wearing like a thousand dollar outfit. Right. But I look, it don't matter. No. Cause you, you're black. Yeah. Right. You're black in a, in her mind, you look suspicious. Yeah. And that's just crazy. Does black make you suspicious? Yes. And here's what I'm thinking. What do you think I'm going to do? Exactly. Am I going to run out of Target with these five items that I have in my bag, <laughs> right, in my cart? Or better yet, am I going to follow you and your baby, white lady, to your car and kidnap you and your baby, steal your car? What, what am I going to, what do I look, suspicious of what? Yeah. No, you guys, let me tell you something. I have, we have so many friends that this is a, they, they can't even fathom what I'm saying. No. They have no idea that this is the reality for a black person. Right. That it still exists. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. And, yeah. It, and it happens. It happens. You know, it. And you know what? It had, this had never happened to me before in our community. Right. Right. Not but, so overtly. Like, no, I'm sure. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But you know, I'm not special. No. Right. I'm not. But here's what I'll tell you. Hey, I'm going to see the white lady again. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, excuse me, I'm going to see her again. You're going to see me because our community isn't that big. Right. And two, I'm able to give it the right meaning. Yes. You're not going to ruin my day. No. Because I don't care. Right. I work hard to be here. Yeah, exactly. Right? And I'm saying I'm a successful black man. Right. Right. With a beautiful family. And I'm suspicious. 
So imagine how other people may feel right. who don't have that kind of knowledge and belief about themselves. Right. All right. Just think about that. Right. Let's just say and who who maybe don't have the same self-control that you have. That part. Right. That because, part. You know, she could have walked up on somebody and that person could have, you know, said, you know, what? You know, what's your problem? Karen. You know, hey, Karen, you Karen what's your yeah, problem? If you, if you had caught me years ago, you might have got the energy from me. Right. And then that person would have yeah. been locked up That's in right. jail That's for right. this lady's yes. racism. Yes. Or let me let me just say here's a public service announcement for all of the Caucasians who live in Forest Ranch and Del Sur. People that look like me aren't the problem. You ain't got to worry about us at Target. <laughs> I'm really these suburbanite these ba- these badass kids don't look like me. They look like you. <laughs> no, let's keep it 100. You should be worried about those kids. You should be worried about a white dude in a trench coat, whatever. Right. But it's not me. We're not on that. But I'm saying they're so programmed to think black and think negative and think whatever violence. Right. Right. Suspicious. Yeah, we're not on that. But to say that I look suspicious. And you were just minding your own Angie, business. I'm waiting for my family. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, you guys, this is the reality. Yeah. And you know don't I mean? act like it's not a reality. It's a real like thing. the people who are like, oh, that doesn't happen. Yeah. Or, oh, we're so beyond that. We've yeah, yeah. come so far. Uh, really? Y- yeah, we have come far. Yeah. But it's still a fight. It's still. Yes. It still exists. And that's the quickest way, Angie, for me to cancel you as a friend. Right. If you're a white friend of mine and you give me, oh, that doesn't happen. We're so beyond that. I don't ever want to talk to you again. Right. Oh, seriously. That's like, the same people that say, I don't see color. I don't see color. Like, I, like that's, that's not reality. That's not my reality. Right. And I'm saying to you, right, that's happening. Yeah, and it's not like you don't owe an apology to Antoine. Like, if, no. you know, like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, you don't have to say sorry on behalf no. of the Karens, but no. just acknowledge that. Dang, there like, are Karens. There are Karens. There are Karens for a reason. Exactly. Yeah, the Karen Hood Watch. The Karen Hood Watch <laughs> is out here harassing people for no reason. Right. Yes, but anyway, I don't even know how. But that that just happened. And I'll tell you guys this. It's all about your psychology. It you is. give everything the right meaning. And guess what I told my wife? We ain't going nowhere. Right. There's going to be more black people here because we, we want to work. We want to we want to live in great communities, too. Yep. Right. We want parks across the street, too. Yep. You know what I mean? So get used to it because there's going to be more of us here. <laughs> right. More of us here. But, yeah, that just happened. I don't even know why we brought that up. But, yeah, that's. I a- think it's that we brought it up because it also, you know, when you get the meaning you gave it to is mm-hmm. just like God has you exactly oh, where he wants saying. you to be. That's right. That's right, right. You guys. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Listen, life is full of trials and tribulations. We're all going to go through it. Right. Whether it's being racially profiled, getting fired at work, arguing with your spouse, whatever. It's all the meaning you give to it. You control the meaning. Yes. Right. You you can you give it a better meaning. You feel better about it and you keep on moving. Yep. Right. Yeah, I agree. Oh, that's great. That's that's a that's a nugget. Yeah. Bars. Bars. (laughs) Okay. what else do I have on my list? Um, We talked about not dimming your light. Oh, you Okay. Talked about Diddy. So, real quick, I mean, listen, I don't want, our last podcast was long. Yeah. So, I don't want to go like an hour and 30, but there are some real things that we should talk about. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, we have the whole abortion ban 
right? Yes. Um, you and I kind of talked about that. We don't watch the news a lot. No. And, and I really only watch the news just to stay informed. You know, I just want to know what's going on. You know, I don't ever really lock in because it's, it's, it's depressing at times. It is. It really is. It's, it's just so much negativity Yeah, I don't really, I don't even tune into the news anymore because I realized that's what led me into depression when quarantine first hit. I like was glued to the TV. Yeah. And now my process is if I see something through social media that's like, oh, this just passed, then then I'll look, you know, then I'll watch the news. Right, 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 right. Um, Do you have any feelings about this whole abortion ban and women's bodies and. You know, I just, I just really wish that people wouldn't tell women what to do with their bodies. Yeah. Right. I agree with that. I do believe as a Christian Mm -hmm. that life begins, you know, at the point of conception Mm -hmm. and, you know, that's what's hard, right? Because I've evolved, you know, like I became Christian and I matured and, you know, um, but when I was younger, um, (laughs) <laughs> if you listen to our stories and how volatile our relationship was, um, one thing that we didn't mention was when, you know, I, after graduation, um, I left for San Diego to, you know, to go to SDSU and I didn't want anything to do with Antoine anymore. And oh, are we going here now? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. I go ahead. mean, I, why not be fully transparent? I love it. I love it. I'm here for it. Our relationship was abusive. Mm -hmm. It was, I wanted that chapter in my life to be over. Yeah. And, um, I discovered while I was in the summer school program that I was pregnant. At 17. You were 17, right? I was 17. And I was in no condition to raise a child. Um, it would derail my whole college career and I did not want to have I did not want to have a child with Antoine who at that time was I saw as abusive Mm -hmm. you know I didn't want any of that toxic relationship and I chose then to have an abortion you know and I I look back and I'm like gosh now knowing what I know I wouldn't have gotten an abortion because I know that life begins at the point of conception, right? Yeah. Um, but to not have that choice or option, that's right, Angie. Our lives could have been completely different. It would have. Been, our lives would have been completely different. Mm-hmm. There would be no Jelani. <laughs> well, Pro- no. I'm just saying. Probably, probably. We have a baby at 17. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying, our life, the trajectory of our life, is completely different. Right. Right. Um, yeah. What a deep. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Just talking to other women. Yeah. Like, you know, you might have a room full of five, you know, five women. Yeah. Three out of five women have had abortions. Yeah. I don't know if that's true statistics, but, you know, just in a recent interaction, that was true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think my stance is even when you told me it's your body, yeah. right? It's, 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 it's your choice. Yeah. You know, um, I'm, I am always pro-choice. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to choose what's best for you. You know, when we were 17, 
Would I have tried to talk you out of it? I don't know. But it wasn't my choice to make, Angie. Mm-hmm. And I think when you start telling women what to do with their bodies, that's a problem. Yeah. You know, that's a problem. And I, I won't even go down the rabbit hole, but I think it's, popu- it's population control. There's a, there's a lot of things that my <laughs> wife and I talk about that I'll say things and I'm, I'll hear another person saying like, oh, yeah, they're on the same way because that's what I see. You know, but yeah, man, I, I, I am. And that's hard being a Christian, mm-hmm. right? You know, because like Angie, you know, life does start at conception. But I, but I think that if you ban a, women are going to find a way. If they don't want to exactly. have the baby. They're going to find ways to abort the baby. Mm-hmm. And some of these ways are going to be inhumane, I think. Right. I'm just saying. Right. You and think about all the time. scenarios where a woman could get pregnant. And if you don't want to have that baby, you're not having that baby. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm, so it, that's just deep. And, and it's sad. And there's so many. I'll tell you, Jesus is coming back. Listen, I don't know about y'all. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> Here's my PSA. I ain't, I ain't on my pulpit. And I don't know what you believe spiritually. But I'm saying what I believe. Right. I believe that Jesus is returning. Right. Because we are in the last days. What's happening, you guys, these days is craziness. I know. It, you know, it really, it's, uh, it's nasty. It's nasty. And I'm just saying, if you don't know God, you need to find him. <laughs> right. You need to find him. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's like he is unhappy with what's happening in this world. You know, so we praying for our, our country, our government. It's just nastiness out here. But yeah, man, um, we praying for all of you ladies out there. You know, I'm, I, it's sad. It's a sad day mm. in America. You know what's going on in our country, and um, I don't want to go too far deep into it. But I think we just had to touch on it. Yeah. You know, and I love that you told that story, and I don't think you've ever said that before. I don't think so either. You know, but yeah, man, I think um, yeah, 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 yeah. So Jelani's gonna hit this podcast. I'm like, oh, you gonna call us? <laughs> we ever had this conversation? But you know what's dope though, Angie? I think about this podcast is that. You and I talk a lot anyways. Yeah. And this is just us having conversation. Yeah. And it's just that we're letting other people into the conversations. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's not, there's no, there's like, there's like bullet points, but there's no script. We're just like having a conversation. I'm looking into your eyes. You look so beautiful. (laughs) You're not crunching ice this time. This is so nice. No, I commit to not doing that Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Hold on. We're at 54 minutes. What else do we want to talk about? Um, I think we should end the podcast with yes. uh, one of the ways that we um, keep our marriage exciting okay. and like passion filled and you know just beautiful you know yeah. we have a great marriage and she's taking her shirt off as she's saying that to me that's, <laughs> that, that's the that's the ultimate way of us keeping our marriage exciting and he's, passionate and just takes and she gets naked for me he's dreaming right now but <laughs> okay, um but yeah, you're my wife. I can say whatever I want to say. <laughs> but yeah, go um, ahead. We are looking forward to the annual marriage retreat, yeah. and that's coming up the 15th of July. Yes, and that's a weekend that we not only like to, you know, nurture our marriage, but give back to other couples. Um, so we we volunteer as coaches, and you know, people who are honest about where they're at in their relationship can come and get help. You know, all the stories that we've heard over the years with just 
you know, meeting with, with couples and how their relationship has transformed. It's just, it could just be one, one tool that they learn one nugget, um, at the retreat, but, um, that's, I'm looking forward to that. And that's something we do every year. Yeah. And let me also say this to elaborate on that. Um, even if you don't need help in your marriage, you have a great marriage mm-hmm. and you just want to sp- what it, it's like a, it's like a couple's retreat. That's what it is. Literally a couple's retreat. No yeah. kids. It's just time for you and your spouse to get away. Yeah. If you need tools and you need help in your marriage, you're going to get them. Yeah. If you want to just be in the room all weekend with your spouse uninterrupted, then you're going to get that too. Yep. Whatever you need. If you want to be at the pool with your spouse all weekend, you're going to get that too. too. Right? So it's whatever you need for your marriage. It's our favorite weekend of the year. Yeah. And we get to serve now. You know, we get to pour in the couple's. That's probably one of my favorite things. Yeah. You know, I like to go and spend time with my wife. We we spend time together all the time. Right. You know, so for me, I don't mind giving up our time for the weekend to really pour into. We've met so many young couples oh, yeah. who just don't have the tools. And I'm like, okay, God, I, I know why we're here. We're here to give these couples this information, right, and to give them the game. And then it's up to them what they choose That's to do right. with it. That's right. That's <laughs> right. We're not holding your hand through life. Here is the recipe. We're going to pray for you. We're going to teach you how to pray for each other. And then you have to implement it. Mm-hmm. Everything is implementation. Absolutely. Every, everything. We could teach you and tell you what to do, but if you don't implement it, it's not going to work. You got to exercise the muscle. So, yeah, that's coming up. This ain't a commercial for the marriage retreat, but if you love marriage and if you have a great marriage or you have a marriage that needs some work, then come to the marriage retreat. It's going to be dope. Yep. That's right. Yeah. There's no coupon code. We ain't got no coupon code to offer y'all. But yeah, the merger treat at The Rock is going to be, what's the dates, Angie, again? The 15th through the 17th. The 15th. We, and we've taken so many couples. Oh my gosh. So and that, many I couples. think that's what I look forward to mm-hmm. every year is like the people that we don't get to see on a regular basis. Yeah. That's the one time that we, you know, get to see them. We might go to lunch. We might go to dinner. We might just hang out by the pool or sell them a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, we we run the merchandise table. Yes, we do. So if you are at the retreat, come see Angie and I. We will be slanging them t-shirts. <laughs> We've been doing it for years and we yes. absolutely love it. And it's a good time to see our pastor. I texted him by the way for Father's Day. I don't know if I told you that. Oh. Yeah, and then he texted me the next morning and uh we were just laughing and he was like, "But I miss you and Angie. It's been too long." I know. You know, I and um yeah, I miss them. But it's going to be great. So, yes, I mean, that's really all I got. I think we talked about Laguna. We talked about being spontaneous. We talked about the racial profiling. We talked about abortion. Don't dim your light. Don't dim your light, people. Don't dim your light. And, again, like, we're we're living, we're experiencing life in real time, you know? And so it's okay. But you sometimes you know something, but you just have to be reminded of it. That's right. You know, you may know it, but some, it takes someone to just remind you, like, ah, that's right. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. You know, but yes, um, I think that is all I have, Angie. Shout out to, again, my cousin, I, our cousin Isaiah. We're so proud of you. Shout out to all you single mamas that just make things happen and you're raising kings out there. We know that's not easy, you know, um, just live your life, man. You got one life. Mm-hmm. You got one life. Live it to the fullest. Listen, you can't take all this money with you. Right. You can't take it with you. Right. So you might as well enjoy it. 
right? Couples, be spontaneous. Pack a bag, drive up the coast, get on a flight, go do the things that you want to do. What are you waiting for? Yeah. What are you waiting for? Stop getting ready to get ready. Right. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, just go. Yeah, and if you're usually not the planner in the relationship, you plan a trip where you plan a date night. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a date night. And let me just say this. <laughs> in closing, spend time with people who want to spend time with you. That's what I'm on. Right? I don't want to work to spend time with you. If if I'll reach out to you, right? But I want you to want to spend time with us too. Mm-hmm. And that goes for whoever. You should want to spend your time with people who want to spend time with you. <laughs> it ain't that hard. Right. You know what I mean? You shouldn't have to reach out to your friends five and six times for them to spend time with you. Because here's a secret. We all make time for what's important. Absolutely. Right? If the relationship is important, you're going to make time for it. That's right. So are they. Yep. That's all I got. We're going to drop the mic on that. We're going to drop the mic on that. You got something else to say, Miss Angel? Are you looking into my eyes like that? No. With your beautiful ha- lashes? Happy 4th. Happy 4th. <laughs> we not coming back for the 4th? Maybe I not. Know, that's next. What y'all doing for the 4th? Hey. We love y'all. We thank y'all. Thank y'all for listening to the podcast. Share the podcast. Tell Share two it. friends to tell two friends. <laughs> Share it on your yeah, Instagrams. Yes.